praise one more time in this place. Father, we praise you and every one of our situations has to praise you. Lord, we give you glory and everything in our life must give you glory, Lord. Yes, God, hallelujah. You're worthy. interpretation that you heard from a gentleman a prophetic friend of mine over here that he brought the interpretation and so I like to just take a minute and explain those kind of things because some of you might be like whoa what is that and it's very orderly it's very biblical so please don't be worried or afraid of that it, it, it was very orderly and it was the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit we thank you for being alive and well I pray that you would just let that word sink in deep to our spirits today and continue to reveal to us what you have for us. You're a supernatural God that's still alive and well and still speaking. So we receive your voice today in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's give him praise one more time. somebody and say we've had a church in here as you grab your seat <laughs> and uh, look at somebody else that you ignored your second choice and tell them that uh, I love you too
Oh, I'm just so thankful for the Holy Spirit. And um, uh, yeah, years ago, we, we, um, we had some Sunday evening services where the Holy Spirit had done some of those type of things. So I'm so thankful for the gifts that operate in you and being bold enough to, to step out in those gifts. Can I tell you, it's not platform driven. It's, it's, it's in the people. It's in us. It's not about me. It's about what's in us. And so again, I'd like to take a moment and always explain that, just the holiness of that. And many of you never, maybe have never experienced that or anything like that. And, and again, the Bible is very clear in Corinthians 13, 14, um, just about how those gifts operate in it to be orderly and done so in an orderly fashion. And so what you even saw was uh, that word that came forward in the spirit there and then kind of two interpretations, uh, my brother Mark there. And then I just felt like no eye has seen, no ear has heard what I have prepared for those that, and just and then that prophetic word that came from that young lady over there. So uh, thank you for, for receiving that. And uh, aren't you glad Holy Spirit's alive? Come on, can we give him, can we just praise him for a minute? We love you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for being alive and well in our church. Uh, we are in a, in a, in a new season, uh, Christmas season. Everybody who's got all their decorations up and everybody ready to roll. Come on, some of y'all, yeah, they're like, yes. Man, we have like half of them up and uh, I'm, I'm, we're trying to figure out how to get the house clean and ready. Come on, where's Mike Hussar? There's big, uh, they had their grandbaby today. This is grand, big papa. Uh, he's, he's from Germany. And so I was like, are you Opa? And he's like, he's like, no, he's from Hungary or his family. And, uh, and he, I said, are you Opa? He's like, well, that's my mom and dad. So I'm like, well, maybe you're big Papa, but that won't go good for your wife calling her big mama. I mean, I don't think that that works. And so, uh, we're going to figure out that, but congratulations to you guys and Matt and Ariel. Um, we're so, so happy for you guys. If you're online, come on, give our online campus a what's up real quick, guys. Love you so much. Thank you for, for tuning in. Uh, we're, we're so excited for when you uh, feel ready maybe to get back to church. And then, and then if you aren't ready, continue to watch from home. And if you're around the country, around the world, we're so honored that you're tuning in uh, to what God's doing here. Uh, I, I just think it's a wonderful time of year. I think with all that we face and all we've been through, I'm just glad to be in church with you in the house of God, the family of God, and celebrate uh, just what, what he has for us. And um, I think sometimes it's, it's easy to get in the darkness of, of day-to-day living, and especially with all that we've faced. And I think there's a light for us at the end of this year. I think there's a light for us in this season, and I, I believe it for you and for me. And so um, we're going to jump into a new series called Unto Us. But before we do, um, I, it's, it's Christmas season, and I just want to say, thank you for your generosity. Your, your weekly giving and your generosity in, empowers us and enables us to bless people, to give away uh, gifts and to love our community. And so right now throughout the season, what we're doing, we're continuing through our generous house, which is a ministry we have right here uh, behind our church. It's a diaper bank, but also it's more than that. Uh, we're giving meals away to people that are in quarantine. Julia Bithorn leads a lot of our outreach. Come on. We love you so much. Thank you for all you do. And, um, and, and, and listen, she's, she's nonstop uh, giving away, loving the community. And, just, and so every three days a week, we're, we're packing up uh, meals and we're giving those to quarantined families that can't get out and get food. And so many times they hadn't had food in a week. They're like, please, could you get some food here? And this lady right here, well, drives there at midnight or one in the morning or she's coming home from vacation and gets a phone call. I saw a text feed the other day and she's like, she's like, we'll be there in 30 minutes. I'm coming back from Florida. I'm coming in from vacation. We'll get some food to you. And the person is like, please, are you on the way? And I just want y'all to know her heart. And so your generosity enables us to do that and to serve our community. And then this season, we're not doing a giant Christmas outreach, like, like personally as a church, but we, let me just say this in our local community, we're going to, we're besides that we're that's giant and to the, to the Lord, you know, um, and to the people getting food, but we are going to do a special Christmas initiative in Iran and in, in, uh, 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 Burma. And so 
We're actually going to be supplying and giving um, Bibles and coloring books and the story of Jesus and a meal to families in Iran, like undercover. And so you guys, so you know, as you give finances here, you are, you are, you are smuggling Bibles into Iran. You are getting, you are getting the gospel into Iran and, 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 and China. Um, and, and, and many other, and in Iraq, we have a staging center of Bibles in Iraq that, that is staged in Iraq and then smuggled into Iran. And so through Christmas, every time um, we're going to, you'll be hearing a little bit more about it, but, but as we give to that, we're going to be able to supply some, some Christmas Jesus to people in Iran. That's going to be amazing, amazing thing. Let's jump into this new series, um, Unto Us. And the thought is uh, out of Isaiah. Um, there's a passage that Isaiah prophesies um, 700 years before Christ shows up. And um, there, there's, there's been horrific uh, war and horrific darkness over God's people. And, um, and Isaiah makes this promise. The Assyrians have ransacked Israel. And, and basically through Israel's rebellion, through their heart turning from God, through them continually to be obstinate to God, he, he, he brings judgment on, uh, on the people and they're, they're conquered by the Assyrians. They refuse to turn to God. Eventually they turn to God and there's this prophecy of Jesus 700 years before Jesus shows up. It's in Isaiah chapter chapter 9 and um, he tells us about this great light that's going to shine he gives us a prelude about the darkness and then prophesies about the light Isaiah 9 2 and Isaiah 9 6 I'm going to read to you Isaiah 9 2 in the New Living Translation says this the people who walk in darkness will see a great light for those who live in a land of deep darkness a light will shine Isaiah 9 6 for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulders and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There's three aspects that Isaiah shows us there. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. That's the mystery of Christ. And the government will be upon his shoulders. That's the majesty of Christ. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's the ministry of Christ. We see the, the mystery and the majesty and then the ministry of Jesus. My title for today is very simple. It is about you. It is about you. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for just your heart being unto us. Thank you for your life. Thank you that in a land of deep darkness, in darkness and a land of deep darkness, you promised that we will see a light. We thank you for light like never before in this season. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a gift giver. I, that's my love language. Any love language gift giver people in here? Uh, I, so I just, it's fun for me to give gifts. She's like shaking her head like, nope. Uh, I, that's kind of my love language. And so like when you give me gifts, you, you, I know you love me, okay? Just take note of that, everybody. Um, but but when I, I, I love you when I give you gifts and I, I just like my thing, I like to figure out what you like and what you wear and, and, and just kind of who you are. And, and so, you know, sometimes I miss it. Sometimes I, I don't. Sometimes I get it right. But it's hard to figure out. It takes some time. It takes some effort to figure out what you want. They invented the gift card. Come on, somebody. Anybody thankful for the gift card? They invented the gift card, and that kind of made 
it a little more easy for us, but there's a lot of different types of gift cards. There's some specific uh, cards that you can get to shop at. I've got some specific cards here. I've got a Hollister card. Any, any Hollister people, like I could look through the room and give a Hollister card to like a, a, anybody that over, you know, anybody over 12 is probably not going to use it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm joking. I'm, that's so bad. Like, listen, any, any Hollister, anybody? And now you're like going to say, no way. There's a Hollister person right there in the back, right there. Come on, what's up? Come, let me, we got a little Hollister gift card. Will you take that to, with him back there? Thank you, Craig. We got, uh, we got, what else do we have? Come on, who likes, um, come on, who likes Cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel, anybody? Cracker Barrel. Come on, Tim, what's up? Cracker Barrel. Tim, what's up, baby? Cracker Barrel. Come on. You know, I know you could, I almost went to Cracker Barrel for Thanksgiving. My, my wife would let me do it. She's like, we're not going to Cracker Barrel. And they said, please, baby. I wouldn't make it a family tradition. I'm like, please, Cracker Barrel. Uh, home Goods. Oh, what dude, what dude wants Home Goods card? Come on. Home Goods right there. Home Goods right there. Oh, you want Home Goods. Homeboy's going to be at Home Goods. It's going to be for you. Look at that. I would look, I know, I probably know that a lady's going to want a Home Goods gift card. Bass Pro Shop, man. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Come on, right there in the back. Come on, first one here. I don't care. I don't care. First one down here. Bass Pro Shop, Bass Pro Shop, Bass Pro Shop. Right there, it's Bass Pro Shop. I don't know. I don't know. Bass Pro Shop. All right, Chris, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, you can't keep that. You're on staff. You got to give that to some teenager somewhere. And then I feel some, some Jesus in the house with some Dunkin' Donuts. Come on, anyway. I feel some Dunkin' Donuts right there. Right there. Some Dunkin' Donuts. You, listen, your, your prayer pays off right there. It's in her veins. She said it's in my veins. There's all different types of gifts there specifically and, and I could have you know, probably realized who would want what and who wouldn't want what and I, I could strategize. But you know what the greatest invention of gift cards was? Come on, somebody. The Visa gift card. Every single specific need, maybe you need, maybe you don't. Every single thing I just gave out, maybe you wanted, maybe you didn't. Maybe you don't like a Cracker Barrel, maybe you do. Maybe you're gonna re-gift those things at Christmas and act like you love somebody, I don't know. But the reality is, in the invention of this, every single need that you could ever imagine is built. If you need ice cream, you get ice cream. If you need whipped cream, you get whipped cream. If you need running shoes, you get running shoes. If you need a treadmill, you get a treadmill. All the needs, all the, all the, whatever you need at the moment you need it is inside of this. It can have a million needs. He's praying right there. Come on, brother. I see, I see praying hands right here. This visa card is going to praying hands right there. Whatever you need. <laughs> Whatever you need, when you need it, is right here inside of this card. It's not just, yeah, brother, it's not just the specifics. It's not just, just what you, it's actually tailored to you. And what God is saying, it's about you, unto us, unto you. A son is given, whatever you need. Isaiah says, in Jesus, everything you could possibly need, in the moment you could need it, you have it in him. We say, well, Christmas season, it's not about us. What? It's all about you. It's not, it's not about us, it's about him. Yeah, your, your super spirituality sounds great. But biblically, it's not accurate. And I understand what the meaning is. Look, don't get me wrong. I understand it's not about the commerce and it's not about commercialism. And it's not, I get that. But, but at the heart of that statement, it is about you. 
It is about your needs and your cares and your design and your desire and your hurts and your wants and your pain and your failures and your successes and everything that encompasses who you are because he gave himself to you as the prepaid, preloaded gift card that never runs out. And whatever you need in the moment you need it to be, he's available for us. And I think sometimes we, we get into these cliche statements and we, we forget what he's actually given to us and the implications. And Isaiah starts out and says, there's this Jesus that has everything that you need unto us. Unto you a son is given. Unto me a child is born. He decided and he, he, he designed Jesus to be what I need him to be when I need him to be it. He says this, the people who walk in darkness see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness... A light will shine. He goes from darkness to deep darkness. Come on, anybody ever, ever had a small problem that turned into a big problem? Anybody ever seen a 2020 news flash of a pandemic that got a lot bigger than the several months we thought we were going to be dealing with it? Any, anybody ever gone from a darkness to, to a deep darkness, maybe in your soul, where you're like, does anybody even understand? Does anybody even care? Does anybody even get me? Am I going to make it? Does, is this going to is this going to happen? Will I ever become? Will I ever be? Will I ever be able to even share this? Sometimes there's deep darkness that we don't even share with other people. Sometimes there's things in our soul that that we can't even speak about, and we're like, God, do you even care? Do you even know? And He says, those that are in darkness will see a light. Spurgeon said it this way, it is noteworthy that the clearest promises of Messiah have been given in the darkest hours of history. And I think some of the darkness that we've experienced and some of the things that we faced individually, corporately, nationally, some, some of those things are, are so Jesus could be the greatest light that you've ever seen. I wrote it this way, when things are at their worst, God is at his best. I don't know what it looks like for you. I don't know what darkness that you've experienced or what deep darkness you might have walked in here with. You're like, God, I can't even share this. He's saying that there is a light for you. And then he goes in to this promise for unto us a child is born. The light is Jesus. Unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulders. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. It is about you and that changes everything unto you unto us what are the implications of these names of the ministry of God theologians believe that these five names speak to the five needs of our life I'm going to give you five just simple thoughts of how these names speak to our life and maybe you've heard it maybe you haven't but I just I just want this to sink deep into your heart for for this season being about you I know it's about Jesus for, but but it's about you unto us unto me unto you listen if i'm a gift giver and i'm going to give you the Fortnite card that means i don't care anything about you if i'm going to give you the home goods card that means that i'm going to set you up to be made fun of <laughs> if you're not with your wife in there you know i don't peruse the aisles of home goods on my own you know it's like people think i'm freaking you know you know looking for women or something that's weird i don't like being in there by myself I'm like, I'm married. I've got, a, I've got a wife. You know, it's like, it's not good. Men, don't go to home goods by yourself to pick up anybody. Listen, if I give you, if I give you the home goods cards, I don't care about you. As a gift giver, I want to give something that's going to be applicable to your life. And, and, and Jesus, as he's given himself to us, it's, it's perfectly poignant for our life. It's about what you need and I need. Here's Here's the first thing that, that his name is wonderful. It's not, many people put wonderful counsel together. It's not, it's wonderful. That's a name that answers the depths of my life. 
What do, you, what do you mean the depths of my life? Wonderful. It actually means it can be described as altogether undescribable. Wonderful. The awe and the majesty and the wonders of his name. The wonders of how big he is, how grand he is. That, that he's un, undescribable. He's indescribable. Unto you. And his name is wonderful. Like, like it answers the depths of my life because I know deep, 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 deep down in my life there's more than all this. There's more than the mundane. There's more than the schedule. There's more than the successes and failures. There's more than the nine to five. There's more than my bank account. There's more than, than all that I can, 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 can put together and compose in my own life. There's more. And so deep in our heart, we're like, there's got to be more. There's got to be more fulfillment. There's got to be something greater than this void. I've run the race. I've done what I've known to do in, in, in the American dream of it all. But there's still a void. And the reality is his name is wonderful. I've been to like the great Colosseum in Rome. I've never, I'm not, I haven't been to any other of the, the world wonders, but that just the stones that took to build that, like some of them were the size of this room. Like it's awe inspiring to go like, look at this place. And he's beyond that. He's more wonderful than that. I just think for you and I, like in the, in the, in the grind of life, he's, he's beyond anything that we could, could ever compare. And that really, listen, it really answers the deepest need in the depths of your heart that there is more. He's, he's Jesus. He's wonderful and nothing's beyond him. Number two, he's a counselor. Number one, he's wonderful. He answers the depths of my heart. Number two, he's a counselor. That's a name that answers the decisions of my life. He's wonderful, that's his name, that answers the depths of my life. He, he's a counselor, that's his name, that answers the decisions of my life. You ever been in a season when everything's just easy? Yes, no, yes, no. You wanna do this? Yes, no. You know, Papa John's or Domino's? Yes, no, I mean, it's <laughs> belt or no belt, you know? Okay, great, it's it, simple. Yes, you know, no, I, I love those seasons. Cereal or pancakes? <laughs> you ever get into a season where you don't know? You don't have the answers and it's beyond your understanding and beyond your capability. Well, the Bible says unto us, a counselor is born unto us, one that answers the decisions of my life. Do you know that counsel means you have to do it? We want Jesus advice, not his counsel. Advice is like take it or leave it. A counsel means it actually means king, that there's no greater authority. We want to go to him all the time and get advice, but we don't want to really follow his counsel he has counsel he's got counsel for you now he knows us he he understands you he knows you completely he gets you he knows what's happening he knows your situation your history your life my wife and I go to a marriage counselor and and let me just say this to you let me just re remove the stigma of counseling can I do that for all of us in here we, we I mean you would change the oil in your car right somebody come on you're like, wonder why this thing's smoking. You had not changed the oil in 30,000 miles, right? Come on. But we do that with our marriages. We do that with our relationships. Like, no, we go to a marriage counselor. And some, some months it's more frequent than others. <laughs> Depending on me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, but, but the reality is, when we go there, you know the first thing he says? And let me just say this. If any of you need any of that, or I have some great references and great resources, and please don't hide if you need that. We, we'd love to help you. We even help resource some of that if you need it. So, so please don't, don't, don't do things on your own and your life on your own. We wanna, we're here as a family to help each other out. Does that make sense? No, don't let the stigma of that junk and, and society kind of keep you from getting help. Um, and, and so we, we, we go to a counselor. And you know the first thing he says to us every time we go sit down? He's like, so? Well, he, after he offers coffee and water, uh, he's like, so, how's your marriage right now? And then we take a few awkward minutes looking at each other, trying to figure out who's going to go first. 
<laughs> He's like, so how, how, how's your week been? How's your marriage been? He, he has to ask us how we are. He has to ask us what's happened in our week. He has to dig into to what's gone on. He's got to figure out, well, you know, how, where is the state of your emotions right now in this moment? Do you know that you have a counselor that doesn't have to ask you what happened yesterday? He doesn't have to figure out you and, and, and how's it in your life right now? How's your, he knows everything. He knows it all and he doesn't, he doesn't say anything stupid. When I was a first young pastor, I still say some stupid stuff, but do you know, like, like in counseling, like early, you don't want me to counsel you. Like, like I am not a good counselor. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm, all, I'm only good to a certain limit, right? And then and I've got people that do that so much better than me, right? Y'all see my ADD self up here. Like, you know, can you, counseling and listening, you know, are not my greatest gifts, you know? I'm a talker. <laughs> and so, and so uh, at the early, somebody's nodding their head going, yes, thank you, Lisa. I love you. <laughs> and, and, and in early days, I would counsel. And like one time I remember, like I would use this analogy, like in the body, like people leading and doing things. Like if you're in war and we're an army and you kind of cut your finger or get a splinter or you got a little, you know, a little cut on your hand, you tape that thing up and keep going. But if you've got a gaping wound and you're bleeding, the, the, the army does good and gets you off the front lines and patches you up until you're healed to go back and fight again. I was trying to give an analogy like that. There was this family and they were in some very deep wounds and some big problems and they were leading some things and, 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 and the wife specifically. And I was trying to counsel her and the husband. And I said, you know, it's like a body. We're a body. And in the body, you know, if you have a cough, it's one thing, a cold, it's one thing. But if you have a kidney disease... <laughs> And he's like, are you calling my wife a disease? It was like, no, no. You know, it, it's the stupidest thing I've ever said. It was terrible. I'm like, and, and I'm like, I'm backtracking. We're in the lobby after service when this is happening. This is a counseling moment on the way, right? And I'm just like, God, help me. You know, I don't, listen, Jesus is never going to say anything stupid. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna put. He's not gonna hurt you or or or, or, or say things to you that he doesn't know what you need. Right? He's got it specifically designed for you. He's not gonna misjudge you. I always tell him myself, but this just happened to me three days ago. I was in the car on the phone with my brother. My daughter's in the seat next to me. I'm my brother and I are talking about empathy. <laughs> pull up. <laughs> Don't laugh. I pull up. I pull up to, to, to the uh, UPS to drop off a, 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 a package to mail and, and my car's facing this way and this lady, some of y'all are going to judge me for this, but it wasn't intentional, okay? This lady walks in front of my car kind of and I'm talking with my brother, my daughter's there and she starts doing something weird in front of my car and looking at me kind of and I'm like, wait, is she talking to me? And then, and then she's like doing something and she looks over my car and she's saying something to somebody else. I'm like, this lady, and she's turning around in a circle looking and doing, I'm like, this lady's crazy. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I was like, I'm telling my brother, I'm like, something's going on right now, bro. There's something like crazy lady in front of my car. I don't know what's happening. And she, and she walks in to UPS and the person behind, that she was waiting on, I didn't know, I thought she was talking to me. Somebody else joins her in there and I'm like, this lady's crazy. And she, they start talking. I'm like, oh, she's deaf. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, she was sign languaging and doing some weird things and like, but I couldn't see anybody else and I thought she's talking to me. I, was, I made the word, don't judge me, okay? I'm being honest, I'm repenting publicly. I love you. If you're out there, there was a bad judgment. God won't make prejudgments on you. He's not, he's not, he's a counselor and some of you are so scared to tell him the truth because you're like, he's gonna judge me. And he's gonna think I'm crazy. No, there's nothing beyond him about you that he doesn't already know. 
And he has a perfect, perfect subscription and perfect counsel for what you need. He's a counselor. It answers the, the, the decisions of our life. Number three, he's a mighty God. He's wonderful, counselor, mighty God, a name that answers the demands of my life. A name that answers the demands of my life. Do you know how many demands are on us and the, and the demands of what we need and the demands of what we go through and the demands of marriage and parenting and working and, and, and supplying and, 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 be, and growing and learning and, and the, the demands. I mean, do, how, there's so many demands and so often we try to go about those demands in our own strength. We have a mighty God. Like not, listen, you don't have a minimalistic God. You don't have a measly God. Like sometimes, and I'm guilty, my daughter's been, I mean, so I, I'll hear something, how you doing? I mean, if, if you really believe he's a mighty God, like really believe he's a mighty God, he's your God, mighty God, the word is El Gabor, God, the hero God. Literally, it's the strongest word we get in this Isaiah 9, 6. It means God, the God hero. You have a personal, supernatural God hero on your side. How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just making it. Just getting it, barely. I don't know. I was going, I don't know. I don't know. He's here to worship. He's here to worship. How's it going to be? Okay. What's God doing? Yeah. You've got a mighty God. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I know. <laughs> we have a mighty God unto you. I, I just think, with, I mean, I'm guilty as well. I was in my kitchen saying something the other day. My wife's like, How's your sermon? How do you feel about your sermon? I'm like, That's okay. My daughter's like, listen to you. She's like this little prophet in her house now. Listen to you. No, she started making fun of me in the kitchen. It's <laughs> like, what I mean is I'm not quite ready yet, okay? I'll be ready in a day. I'm sorry. I love you. We have a mighty God. He's, he's on our side. He's, he's in our life. I, I, I just... Isaiah tells us, look, look at one theologian, he said this, the one we see wrapped in swaddling clothes as a baby is the same one who as God stepped out from behind the curtain of nowhere onto the platform of nothing, from nothing and with nothing and spoke everything into existence that exists. He said, let there be and there was. He's the creator behind all creation. He's the designer behind all design. He's the lawmaker behind all law. He's the supreme fact of history, the supreme fact of science, the supreme fact of philosophy. He's the supreme fact of life, death, and eternity thus he's the great he has thus he is the great need of the vast creation which he created and in which we live he has no dependence on any being other than himself he's the uncaused cause the uncreated creator the unchanging christ mighty god unto us we've got problems we've got predicaments we've got pressures we've got peril we've got things you can write this down if he's great enough to create us He's great enough to care for us. And he is God. He is mighty God. Number four, he's everlasting father. He's everlasting father. Somebody, I just want somebody to hear that. If he's great enough to create you, he's great enough to care for you. Man, let's put it in his hands. I just, as we were worshiping, I'm not, I just felt like led to not go into the next thought yet. As we were worshiping, I think that's prophetic. Listen to me. If he's, if he's above everything, and as we, God just said that, as you praise me, your problems praise me. As you glorify me, your, your battles glorify me. As, you're, as, you, as you bow down to me, it's connected. Sometimes we're so one to fix it and figure it out, but we ain't bowing down. If you would actually bow down, if you would actually believe he's mighty God, if you'd actually get lower, he could handle the things that are connected to your life. 
I think sometimes we separate our problems from ourselves and I think God's just saying as you put these in my hand I'll actually get glory from them number four everlasting father a name that answers the doubts of my life he's an everlasting father he answers the doubts of my life Uh, who am I where am I going why am I here what's it all about I mean a father gives identity he's an everlasting father if you don't figure out identity you'll constantly live in doubt if you, don't, if you don't figure out, you'll constantly chase the wind. You'll constantly have insecurity issues. You'll constantly wonder if you're worthy enough. You'll always wonder if you can't figure out your identity. And the father, an everlasting father, is the one that helps identify your identity. He helps create your identity. My boys always want to wrestle with me and fight me and beat me up. Come on, man. You, you know the day you took your dad first time. Some of you maybe never happened. I remember I was 18. I got him. <laughs> There's this moment, you know, but, but besides that, what was, why, do, why do my sons want to fight me? My daughter's trying to box me and stuff now. She's a little boxer. And why, why, why? Here, here's, what, here's the deepest question of their life. Do I have what it takes to make it? Hey, Dad, watch, watch, watch. Hey, Dad, can I, do I have, that's all of our question, all of the deepest questions. Of our, do I have what it takes to make it? And he's an everlasting father, an everlasting father, the father of eternity. Listen to me. He's the one that answers the doubts from your past, present, and future. He's the one that can settle the doubts that you have about what happened yesterday and about what if today and about what what if tomorrow. And he answers all those things. We've got this everlasting father. And I just want to encourage you that, that let him be your father. Like let him be your daddy. If you don't, when I got saved, I also found family. What I love is he said, he's called a father. What, what is this all about? What is this? We, we need family. This isn't about Sunday. This is about me seeing the gifts in Julia and you seeing the gifts in the other baby was born and, 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 and somebody in the back using their talents and gifts and somebody over here giving a prophetic message of what's inside of them and the things you're going through and me saying, hey, I go to a counselor and, you know, I'm, maybe if y'all need any help, you can too. And an everlasting father means we're a family. Like we all want family. We don't want church. And so, I mean, I just encourage you, find the family of God. If, if you would really see him as an everlasting father and then really find family here, why do we do classes and plugged in and uh, we find family? then doubts begin to be dispelled in your life like never before. I promise. I promise. And I believe for unto us, a family was given, a child was born, a son was given. and God wants to be that family and create that family for you. And the last thought, this is so important, especially in this day and age. He's the Prince of Peace. A name that answers the disturbances of my life. We're going to have disturbances and storms and storms and storms. The storms of life are many storms of life are all around and and here's the thing i wrote this down you can write it like this peace is the presence of god not the absence of storms and 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 he is the one that brings peace into my life and he's the the prince of peace it actually means the czar of peace he created the universe he said to the ocean to the sea stop and what happened we got the beach thank god if he's that big and that cre- that that mighty but he also is unto me and brings me peace brings you peace today 
a peace that goes beyond understanding. Uh, Mark, you prayed that as we, as we began to, to hear that interpretation. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Let the peace of God that goes beyond your mental capacity and understanding reign and rest in your hearts. He's the peace of our life. And I need a wonderful counselor. I need a mighty God. I need a, I need a prince of peace. I, I, need, I need Jesus. I mean, I mean peace. This is, someone wrote this. Uh, they describe peace as the brief, glorious moment in history where everybody stands around reloading. With the amount of wars and the amount of treaties that have been signed and all that we've experienced in our history, we can see it playing out more than ever before. And if, hear, hear me, if Jesus gives you the peace, if he actually becomes the visa card, if he actually becomes the preloaded peace in your life, preloaded somebody, come on, because there's going to be a need down the road. There's going to be something tomorrow. It, it's got to be preloaded. It's got to be, it's got to be preloaded in the store. If he becomes the preloaded piece of your life, no matter what happens tomorrow or what need arises or what storm comes your way, he's the peace in the middle of all of that. Corey Ten Boom said it this way. When I look at the world, I get depressed. Or excuse me, when I look at the world, I get distressed. When I look at myself, I get depressed. We have so much self-introspection Christianity. That's why everybody's depressed in the church self-introspection I'm going to be depressed looking at me too but when I look at Jesus I'm at rest that's what she said when I look at Jesus I'm at rest the the object of our affection and adoration and, and vision is him the prince of peace if you get it from anywhere else the car's going to run out if you get it from anywhere else it's going to it's going to disappear I just want to encourage you that He's actually unto you. A child is born. A son is given. All hell trembles at his name. Every battle you face is already won in him. Every door is opened in him. It is about you. It it is about you. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Father of Eternity. He's the the Counselor, the Mighty God, the the Wonderful One. It is about you. Unto you a child is born. Unto you a son is given. Unto you a, a strong mind is given. Unto you miracles are given. Unto you a superhero God is given. Unto you hell trembles. Unto you doors open. Unto you He's the capstone unto you. He's the cornerstone unto you. He's the strength of your life unto you. He's creator unto you. He's God all by himself. Unto me and unto you. I'll close and pray for you today. There was a father and son crossing the Atlantic Ocean in the 1900s. They got on a boat and they began to hit a horrible storm. The boat began to be tossed to and fro and to go under and everybody's panicking and running around getting the emergency gear on the little boy I don't know 12 13 year old boys on the deck eating a sandwich reading a book people run by and they're like dude we're going down what are you doing he's like we're not going down my daddy's the captain he's up at the helm everything's gonna be fine I just want to encourage you like we ain't going down our daddy's the captain man your daddy's the captain he's at the helm like the prince of peace is behind the wheel unto us unto you it's about you please don't misquote me and leave here and be like pastor said it ain't about Jesus you know it's about him first but his heart is unto you let's pray real quick father I thank you for today I I pray you would hear every need that you would answer every prayer that you would thank you that you decided to be unto us even though how how big you were you decided to get involved in our smallness you decided to 
become part of your creation. If you hated us, if you were mad at us, you wouldn't have become one of us. Thank you for becoming one of us. Thank you for being preloaded with all the resources that we need in this season. And thank you for being the best gift giver ever to, to be known, that you're wonderful, that you're a counselor, that you're mighty God, that you're everlasting Father, that you're Prince of Peace. I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice and myself included that, Lord, we would receive from you today. We would hear you today. We would understand you today. We would know that you are mighty God. Somebody in here needs to know he is mighty God. He's not, he's not measly. He is not miserly. He is not minute. He is mighty God to you this morning. Thank you, Lord, that no matter what we need, that inside of you, anything we need, when we need it, you have to offer. Thank you for who you are. If you're in this place and you've never given your life to Jesus, maybe you've tried to run it on your own. You know he's the only one that can run your life. And the Bible says this, that literally he took care of all of our sin and shame and guilt and mistakes and nailed it all to a cross and come back and came back to life to give us a fresh start in God. No one looking around, heads bowed and eyes closed. Every week we give people an opportunity to give their life to Jesus, to put your life in his hands. If you're here today and you, you know that you're, Life is not surrendered to him. You've never made him the Lord of your life. And you're saying, I need a father. I need an everlasting father. I need my life. I need someone else to, to run it and lead it. I'm ready to surrender. I want to I give my life to Jesus. He's here for you today. I'm not going to embarrass you, stand you up, or make you come up here to the front. I'm just going to ask you to put your hand up to me in a minute. I want to pray for you. This is the greatest moment of your life. If you've never really surrendered to him, maybe you did in the past, but you know you're away from him and you need a fresh start. Or maybe today's the first time and you say, you know what? I want to be a real Christian. I, 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 not, not, not tradition, not rules, not church, not, not regulations, not denomination. I want to give my life to Jesus. I need a father. I need an everlasting father. I need a mighty God. I need a relationship with God. If that's you and you're ready for that, I'm going to ask you to put your hand up to me. And I want to pray for you. If you say, Pastor, pray for me. Would you put your hand up right now? I need a fresh start in God. Anybody in here? I need a fresh start. Hold it up. Thank you for your boldness. Come on. God bless you. Thank you for your honesty and boldness. Come on, church. Thank you for your boldness, young lady. Come on, church. People saying yes to heaven. Yes to Jesus. Not religion. Not rules. Not a building. To the Father of eternity. To the Father of our souls the captain of our life I'm going to pray for you right now for those that put their hand up and if you didn't but need to put your heart up in this prayer right now listen there's no magic in my words it's a prayer from your heart confessing with your mouth that you want Jesus to be your God and you're going to get a brand new heart and a brand new fresh start with God right now let's pray together father thank you for sending your son Jesus Jesus be my Lord be my Savior I surrender my life to you you are my God you are God. I believe you died for my sin. I turn from all of that. I give you my shame, my guilt, my doubt, my fear. I give you all of that. Nail it to the cross. Thank you for coming back to life. Give me a brand new heart today. I believe that you are God. I will serve you the rest of my life and bring you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's give God praise this morning if you believe he's a mighty God. Love you guys so much. Real quick, before we run out, if you put your hand up and you said yes like that, we have some ministry partners over here. Our ministry team would love to pray with you. There's a fresh start area. We've got a free book for you. If you need prayer for anything, they'd also love to pray with you and pray for you. So I'm, I'm believing God for a lot of amazing things in this December season. I believe that he's got light for you and, and, and a calling for you. And so you're going to see it like never before. If you're a guest with us, could you guys give our guest a hand real quick? Thanks for being here. 
It's an honor you'd hang out. If you're online and you're a guest online, we love you so much. It's an honor you'd be with us. If you said yes to Jesus online, let us know that. We want to get you a book and a resource. We don't pass buckets, guys. We give as we go. Thanks for your generosity. You can give by the doors. You can give online. Have an amazing week. Unto us, a child is born in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, have a great week.